So, fun fact. Lack of sex causes unnecessary anger. And yes, I know it's not anything fun, whether in the literal or the metaphorical sense. But there is another fact that I have for you that just coincides with this so well. But before I get there, there is one thing that we need to do first. Now that that's been handled, I think I can probably address this matter a little bit better. Now, to match the whole lack of sex causes unnecessary anger, I do have the best fact that I've gotten this entire weekend. And it is that I just realized that periods hurt men more than they do women. And yes, I know it sounds daft. It it actually sounds quite daft. But you think about it. The number of guys that usually get the call that they can't come through and lay that pipe or shorty isn't gonna come through so you can lay that pipe because they're on periods is a little bit too much and whenever that call comes in it's never a nice one because the aftermath of it is you trying to wonder whether you're gonna do a quick five alive here you know a quick pamela Henderson, if you know what i'm saying or do you try and call up another babe on such short notice and that usually doesn't go down very well for a lot of people so in a sense you can't say that the lack of sex because of periods has actually made more pissed off guys than we'd like to imagine. But anyways, before I get into why period sex can actually be a bit of a good option for some people, we have a podcast to do. So in as much as I'd love to get into it, I'll probably have to come back to it a little bit later. So in typical fashion, Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one break time podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who is pissed off. He's a man who is angry and you probably have a good idea why. He is a man whose favorite sex position is doing the dishes because he tends to have a lot on his plate. The man is none other than your tall, dark and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Battle of the Sexes, your weekly love, sex and relationship show where I take resolved and unresolved stories and break them down into something a little bit more sensible and, you know, uninformed according to some people. And apparently I talk about sex as well. Like a lot. But anyways, for those of you that have something that you think we should probably talk about on Battle of the Sexes, if there's a burning question, if there's a story that you've seen, if there's something that you've heard that you think we should probably discuss on the show, reaching me is super easy. You can just hit me up on IG at BreakTimeOnWestSide, slide into the DMs, drop your question, drop your comments, and I will attend to it accordingly. On Facebook, you can also send it to the page at BreakTimeOnWestSide. Or just the Break Time on Westside Facebook page. And on Twitter, if you want to slide into my personal DMs, it is at Bagaka the D, the B and the D are capital. So you can send it there and I will handle it accordingly. Now, I need to get on with the show. But before I do, I wanted us to discuss something that's been bothering me for a bit. And it was, it was actually something that was being debated on in one or two of the groups that I'm in on WhatsApp. Now, the discussion was faring around marriages and more specifically marriage proposals. And it all stemmed from a simple question. If you propose to your lady in public when everyone is there and they reject you, does the relationship continue? And it was this whole heated debate of, nah, nah, I'd probably drop the babe because it's over from that point. How can she embarrass me? Blah, blah, blah. And there was this other side of people, mostly the women who are like, No, the relationship doesn't have to end just because she said no. She made her decision. 
and it did kind of get me a certain way because on one side the guys were saying that yes the relationship should end and i can understand why obviously you've done everything possible to make this moment momentary if i can say it that way for bay for your proposed fiance for the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with and you're doing it in public so that you know you can fulfill whatever dreams she had up about being proposed to i don't know maybe at the eiffel tower or something and then she says no it doesn't necessarily just sound bad for you because a bunch of people watched it and you're embarrassed but it's like after everything that i've tried to make happen so that this can seem perfect for you you turn it down like it's almost as though you don't appreciate the work that was put in for that moment and that hurts but you kind of look at it on the flip side you know you try to look at it a, a little bit more logically as a guy and yes it's her choice she's a woman but she's also a human being who makes her own decisions so she is entitled to her own choice but i kind of looked at it now from the shorty's perspective and i was like well she's probably under pressure so for her to say no takes a lot of guts like it takes a lot of guts and grit for you to stand up when everyone is looking at you expecting you to say a yes expecting you to conform to whatever expectations the environment and the society and more specifically your closest partner has and then just come out and say no it's a very gutsy move but at the same time you're entitled to have that decision and say no it's not like you're supposed to say yes just because someone proposed to you like there's a certain sequence in it like you have to want to be proposed to or at least you have to want to be someone's fiance and possibly wife for you to get there but now the question comes down to should you leave the person or does the relationship have to end because you said no to the proposal and the truth of the matter is it depends because when people were looking at this it was being looked at as a public proposal but if you made it a private proposal if you made it something that happened between just the two of you you were in the house and you were chilling and you know he went down on one knee there or maybe he just asked you if you guys could get married now if you refuse it at that point when it's just the two of you and then you say you know what i can't i'm not ready i don't think we're at that stage yet i think it makes sense because at least that you have some reason as to why it is you don't want to marry this person but now if you do it in public where there's a ton of people busy looking and you have the nerve to say no to a ring that i have bought with my money quite a lot of it by the way you are rejecting a proposal that i have taken days and months and possibly even years thinking of and wondering whether you'd be fit and vetted you and gave you the seal of approval aka the ring just for you to refuse it like it feels like you're spitting in my face especially in front of everyone else and thus it looks like you didn't even have the remorse to at least say yes and yes i know that sounds manipulative and all but when you think about it the whole idea of going down on one knee is almost like a manipulation tactic from women because they say that they want this they say that you know whether ones that manipulate them but this is something that they've said they've wanted for a long time it's just that nowadays more women are coming up and saying you know what you don't have to propose to me publicly in front of the whole world you don't have to take me to mount rushmore just so that you can pop the question you can even do it in as simple a manner as just going down on one knee at home or even just asking me straight to my face
So in other words, you don't need a full-on public proposal in front of everyone else with some fancy kind of tactics involved. So you actually look at it and you kind of think about it and it, it actually does show that there's quite a high amount of social pressure on both parties whenever that question is popped because there's social pressure on the guy for getting the yes and supposedly being the one to actually ask the question and get the answer, you know, hopefully a yes, but there's also social pressure on the girl to actually say yes. And they don't want to hurt themselves. Sometimes they don't want to hurt the man because there's genuine love there and they'll choose not to do it. So I'd probably say if you want to be on the safe side at a public proposal, do this. Say yes, take the ring in public, but the minute the both of y'all get home together, you know, maybe for your celebratory fuck or some shit, make sure you take off the ring if you're not into the whole proposal and just say, you know what, I love you, I care about you, you mean the world to me, but I am not ready right now and I did not want to hurt you. Trust me, in as much as the guy will probably be hurt, he will be a hell of a lot more thankful than if you were to say no to his face in front of a ton of people that he doesn't know or he's supposed to give a shit about. Just figured I should let that kind of slip in there for the people that are trying to wonder what is the right way to go. But anyways, we should move it on to our main topic of today. But before we get to that though... I know you're dying to continue the podcast you're currently listening to, but we have to interrupt your scheduled programming to bring you Sound Nation, delve into music ranging from hip-hop to rumba, rock to bongo, and much, much more. We shall review new albums as well as fresh singles whilst paying homage to the sounds of the past. Find our episodes on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcast streaming platforms. All right, now that that's been handled, we need to move on to our topic for today. Now, while I was busy scrolling through the internet trying to enjoy the world wide web, I stumbled upon a very interesting story that kind of intrigued me to a very, very interesting degree. Now, it was about this babe who apparently seemed to be in a lot of issues with the boyfriend at home. They were fighting. The relationship wasn't going so good. So while she was busy discussing on ways that they try and make the relationship better for each other, blah, 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 and she was trying to be all good with her man, she brought in the idea of a cheat pass, or to use the more common term, a hall pass. And it was pretty much a pass to go and bang one person that isn't her from whoever it is that, you know, might exist. And this guy was ballsy enough to bring in the whole question of how about I bang your best friend? And she went, she asked her best friend if she'd be down to banging the boyfriend, you know, to kind of save the relationship and spice things up. And unfortunately or fortunately, the best friend refused. She was a bit dumbfounded to say the least. And she wasn't ready to do that to her friend. And what proceeded after that is the friend got pissed off, said that she's not supportive enough. She's not willing to help her save the relationship and she's not being a good friend, blah, blah, blah. It's like she was gonna end the friendship or something of that sort. Now, the best friend didn't really know what to do. And it was a question that was posed to the rest of the internet on what that take would have been. And I'm not gonna lie, normally at this point, this is when I'd say that firstly, uh, the boyfriend was super ballsy to ask if he can bang the best friend because I don't think there's that many people that can ever say such a thing to their girlfriends because we know how crazy that shit can get. 
Secondly, that woman needs help because at what point do you think that fixing a damaged relationship means you allowing your boyfriend to go and bang another woman? Like that's like saying, you know what? This is how you should start cheating on me and I'm going to give you the first ticket so that you can get things off the ground. Like it seems a little bit tough at this point to actually see this as a very good tactic to save the relationship. Like I'm just saying, and I'd probably say that that best friend probably gave up a pretty good bang because this guy would probably do it like his life depends on it. Especially if he probably found the best friend to be extra fine. Because it's kind of like a thing with a lot of us guys, we go, we start dating a babe and then we realize that the best friend is probably even finer and we're realizing that the best friend exists after the fact. And it's a bit weird, but that wasn't really what kind of got to me. What got to me was the comments because when I was busy reading through a lot of the comments that people had given, besides the whole thing about your your friend is crazy and you're a good best friend because you shouldn't be doing such a thing, blah, 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 you're very supportive, don't let her bring you down. There was this whole thing that people were talking about and saying that it was a test from the friend on whether she as the best friend would bang her friend's boyfriend. And that was kind of the thing that got to me because a lot of people were bringing it up and it was mostly women who were bringing it up. Yes, a few guys here and there were like, this is probably a test. And it did kind of bring in something that's been happening over the past few months because it's been a bit of a trendy thing. Because like of late, if you noticed over the past few months, probably between around August, September and around October, people were posting up videos of calling their best friends or calling their partner's best friends and then talking about how the relationship is having issues or they're having problems or things have ended and then asking if they want to bang and the friends being okay with it and there was this whole thing of you know what people are trying to test their friends people are trying to test the loyalty of their close friends and their partner's close friends because a lot of times we tend to trust them quite a bit and then you know time and time again you'll hear stories of how your partner ended up cheating on you with their best friend or with your best friend so it usually does become a bit of a bone of contention and i can understand that but i kind of did think about it and not gonna lie this one is a little bit unprepared to be completely honest i didn't even think this through and i do have a question why is it that people are testing their partners and their friends in this kind of way? Like I get there's the whole fire drill method of trying to make sure that everyone knows how to protect themselves, you know, expose whatever leaks are in the friendship, in the relationship, blah, blah, blah. But this is probably one of the worst ways of figuring it out. It's sort of like testing how prepared your house and the people in it are in the likely event of a fire by actually setting the house on fire. How exactly is this helping? Because instead of preparing for it, you're actually putting them in that situation out of your own free will. And the worst case scenario is you'll actually find that the people actually end up doing the deed or actually end up cheating on you. And yes, maybe you are doing it as a test and maybe it looks like they're disloyal, but I'd argue that they're not. It's you that's just being a little bit daft to the entire situation because you allowed for it to happen. Because if you actually think about it, it's not like you have an ugly partner. If you have a partner and you like them and you care about them, they're most probably going to be good looking to a certain degree. I'm going to assume this for just about everyone. Good looking tends to vary from person to person, but let's assume that they're good looking or they're incredibly handsome or incredibly attractive individuals for one reason or another. 
And because they are good looking or and or attractive, then obviously other people would want them, right? That's part of what would make them desirable to you and not just you alone. So yes, that'll work. Now, in as much as a lot of the people in your external environment might find them attractive, you also have to take into consideration that the people closest to you will also find him or her attractive as well. Because for the boys, when they find out that, you know, you're getting a babe and you kind of show the pictures to the boys and the whole squad and they approve of it, then obviously she has to be good looking to a certain degree. Otherwise, the boys would probably look at me and be like, bruh, you're probably punching a little too low below your weight class. Aim a little bit higher, go for someone on your level or higher up. That's how they tell it to me. So of course, if my best friend finds my girlfriend attractive, not necessarily that they would want to sleep with them but finds them attractive, then of course it means that I have a good looking girlfriend. Just the same way if your best friends who are female find your boyfriend attractive, it doesn't necessarily mean that they want to sleep with them right then and there, but they're attractive. It means that you chose well. So of course, if you just so happen to be single and they look at him and they're like, you know what, he's attractive and he probably lays good pipe, especially considering the way ladies like to give up all the information, then of course they'll probably want to hit it because some of those best friends actually tend to be single or, you know, not doing anything much with a lot of people. So they'll be down for it. And that way, it kind of makes sense why if they're presented with such an option, they'd probably hit. And on top of that, how many times have you gone and gotten together with someone just to realize that their best friend is probably finer and could possibly do each and everything that your girlfriend or boyfriend does even better? They probably have a bigger dick friend or she probably has a bigger ass or she's finer as a person even face-wise or she knows how to throw it back apparently according to the stories that you started getting from your girlfriend or something of that sort or he really knows how to lay it down. All of that just shows that, you know, sometimes you might meet someone and then you look at the best friend and you're like, damn, I should have probably gone for you before I went for him or her, you know? So in the likely event that they're offered the opportunity of banging or being with someone that they probably lusted after like that, you think they're gonna say no? Of course not. So why bother testing such waters? Like, if you don't already trust your partner, then why are you with them at that time, you know? If you're still with them and you don't trust them, then it probably means that you're unable to let them go, which probably means that you have attachment issues, which means that you should probably have yourself checked out by a certain professional, and that professional is most probably a psychologist. So why bother testing out such things if they're only supposed to bring for you pain? Yes, I know ignorance is bliss, blah, 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 but you need to find out. If you think that there's a problem in the relationship, then you should probably do the best test that every single person normally is supposed to do. You go, you sit down with your partner and you make sure you look at them. You make sure that both of y'all are somber, the both of y'all are in the best space to talk. And you just ask very, very well, baby, I just wanted to find out. How do you feel this relationship is going with you? Is there something you don't like? Is there something that you don't like? Is there something that we need to work on? I want your thoughts on it because the both of us are in that relationship, right? Ask it like that. And ladies, please, this one, I need to address it to you. Listen with the aim of understanding and not just to answer back and defend yourself. 
like just shut up and listen and listen to your mans tell you what it is that they feel and to my fellow men because i know there's some of y'all that like to justify yourselves all the time please shut up and listen and just understand what it is that they're trying to tell you that way you can cancel out whatever issues are there now if you don't trust your friend and you don't think that they're very good for your partner then you should probably look for a way a better way to actually test your friend's loyalty and not necessarily trying to bait them into actually sleeping with your partner although then again when you actually think about it if it comes to you and your partner and you suspect your best friend whether it is they want to bang your partner and whether it is they try it if your partner chooses to be faithful with you then they're not exactly going to fall for that prey cuz in this game it takes two to tango it's not like one is going to drug the other one and then bang them that in itself is a form of sexual abuse and most people would just call that rape straight up so there's a pretty good chance that such a thing won't happen not unless if the other person is actually ready to go to jail just for the pussy or just for the dick now when you look at the close friends especially of the opposite sex that want to be with you then that one is a lot easier to decipher a lot of them were thrown into the friend zone by you so there's a pretty good chance that they do want to bang you and even though they don't necessarily want to bang you or you didn't even put them in the friend zone if you give them the option there's an 80 or even 90% likelihood that they would bang you so whether you like it or you don't your friends either want to bang you or want to bang your partner so please you should probably come to terms with that fact and focus on having a good relationship with a faithful partner but anyways i want to know your thoughts on this i could be wrong i could be right hit me up on the ig at breaktime on west side slide into those dms give me your thoughts comments and feedback on facebook you can also do that on the breaktime on west side facebook page and on twitter you can slide into my personal dms at bagaka the d thank you so much for listening and if you're listening through castbox you can leave your reply in the comment section of the app and i will attend to it as well i will catch you guys on the next break take care